6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. So while it's finally been approved, City Council has given the green light to $283 million to build the Lewis Farms Rec Center and Library. It's something that the folks in the West End of uh, Edmonton have been asking for for, for decades now. Ward Nakodi Iska, Councillor Andrew Nack, says he knows it comes with a pretty big price tag. I know it sounds odd. It's such a large dollar amount project, but when we spread it out over the borough that we do, I mean, so we have to there's still there's still a cost when you borrow but in terms of actually the immediate impact it's quite small yeah so to fund the project council approved 282.9 million dollars in tax supported debt over the next seven years and that is going to have a tax levy impact of just over one percent one percent spread out over the construction period uh, i should let you know that 41 million dollars also approved for the north side coronation park rec center you know it's interesting i was talking with someone today from calgary and they said uh yeah and i was talking about how long it has taken to get to this point and they said, well, hey, you know what? Edmonton is far and ahead, in his opinion, um, of, of Calgary in getting stuff like this done, getting these type of facilities done, because in, in his words, Calgary is lagging so, so far behind. So he said, good on Edmonton. Rebecca Goldsack is, uh, was, is the past president of the Lewis Estates Community League for the, well, she was uh, in that role for about eight years, says this is a long time coming hi Rebecca hello thanks for having me yeah you betcha how excited are you I I said that I could nearly cry when I found out the news it was very exciting why is you know you say you could almost cry like I I you know explain to me and to my listeners about why it's that emotional for you why this is such a big deal it really comes down to it just being a, a community hub um, you know Lewis Estates has been around since 1993 and to this point up until this point we've had no you know nobody has a community hall we don't have a place to meet you know i'm having to drive to spruce grove for my children to go to swim lessons you know i'm going to crestwood arena for my kids to skate and if you've ever been in crestwood arena it is cold in there (laughs) (laughs) so you know it's just it's long overdue the last time that you know, a facility was built in the West End was Collingwood, and that was in the 80s. Uh-huh. Um, and so we've just been neglected for so long that it's it was just so refreshing to see that we're the West End is finally going to be taken care of, and we're going to have you know, that community hub that we've been looking for for so long. Yeah, tell me about that. I mean, what do you believe that a hub like that does for a community? I mean, it, it's really just a place where, you know, moms that are you know have fresh babies um to toddler groups to teenagers to go play basketball to seniors doing aqua size it's just everyone can meet in one spot and you know that's where you know you can hold events you can hold markets you can you know go to the library um you know it's just endless possibilities by having this facility in the West End. Rebecca, there's going to be some, no doubt, that are saying, hey, you know what, the city cannot afford this at this time. And I know that this was originally, um, I think it was originally put out back in 2005, was it? That originally, that's when it was was brought up. It was approved in 2019 and then put on hold. There's going to be lots of folks out there saying, you know what, the city can't, shouldn't be doing this right now because it's too expensive. What do you say to that? 
I mean, we really can't afford not to wait. When you look at, you know, the, you know, COVID just delayed everything. Like, so you think about even the amount of kids that are behind in swimming lessons right now, um, you know, people with literacy, right? Mm-hmm. Not having those facilities so that we can put a basic skill that every child and adult should be able to have of swimming and you know you compile that with covid and it just makes it so much worse and you and i both know that it prices of construction are only going up so Mm -hmm. we just we simply can't afford to wait any longer and it's not going to get any cheaper if we wait any longer um you know this project was skimmed through to see if you know we could you know cut certain things um but based on the needs assessment um, and because we've waited so long, it's only gotten bigger because yeah. the West End has grown so much. Oh, it's it's unbelievable how much uh, development is going on in the West End and, and all the way down into the south, uh, the south side of the West End uh, as well. Rebecca, um, you, what has this battle been like for you? I mean, you, you were president of, of uh, the Lewis Estates Community League for, you know, the past eight years you've been you've been you know front and center in this i mean did it was it frustrating did you did you what were you hearing from from the community and from city council i mean definitely there was frustrations i mean just the fact of the back and forth right you get to a certain stage you know you go through all those public engagement sessions you know you're on the advisory committees and you know planning all this stuff and then you go to council and they say, yeah we're going for it and then six months later, mm. they're like, nope, we don't have any money left. Yeah, so yeah. it's the back and forth that, you know, that that has been really difficult because, you know, we thought, you know, oh, it's it's done back then. And unfortunately, it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, I understand why it was done, but at the same time, it's still hard for, you know, my my kids are five and three. I started this project even before I was pregnant. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I would like them to be able to go, you know, before they're adults. So, <laughs> um, you know, that, that plays into it as well. Uh, where, where exactly is this going to be located? So it's in between, um, on 87th Ave goes to Weber Greens Drive, yep. and then it goes to 92nd Ave. So it's in between Rosenthal and Seacord, mm. um, just about 220, 220th Street so, um, in 92nd Ave. So, Rebecca, your kids are five and three right now. Uh, the They estimate that this isn't going to be open until 2027. The, your kids will be, what, 12 and, and, and 10 by then. Uh, will it be just as exciting then as it is now, or even more I so? He, I think even more so, right, because they're, you know... They're boys. They have lots of energy, and uh, you know we'll just we'll be able to use the facility for so many different purposes. Um, you know, I can definitely see myself spending a lot of time there. Well, you know what, Rebecca, uh, you know, I know a lot of folks in, in the West End of Edmonton pretty thrilled with this news and will continue to watch and keep folks updated as the uh, construction, as the as the holes start to be dug and then when we can open it up uh, in, a, in a few years from now. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. Thanks for having me. Yeah, take care. Rebecca Goldsack is the former president of the Lewis Estates Community League. And, you know, think about where you live uh, in the community, in that in that community rec centre. What is it like? What has it been like for you when, you know, your kids were young? 
you know, it's nice to go to the pool. Maybe it's nice to go to the gym. It's, you know, there's rinks there. And we know that there is a huge shortage of um, rink space in in this province. We're, or not this province, in this city. We keep hearing about it. Um, you know, when my, my husband tells me about when our boys were little, uh, you know, and, and at that time they lived over in Blue Quill, but they would be going up to the base for games at nine, ten o'clock at night. That's where they had to go. So we'll see what happens. I know there's, you know, a lot of concern and maybe some head scratching out there about, uh, about, oh, can we really afford it? You know, some people saying, can we afford not to? You know, I, I look at some of this and go, we're, we're, we're seeing communities in the Edmonton area continue to, ex- to expand out. And there's been a big push to, to go up instead of out. But we're seeing more and more communities, of course, being developed outside of the Ring Road. And I think that the city is going to find itself between a rock and a very hard place here in the next number of years when it comes to some important infrastructure like... I don't know, police departments in those areas, uh, fire stations in those areas. What is that going to look like? I have a subdivision coming down the 5K of road that comes down to my neighborhood. It's called uh, Stillwater, if I remember correctly. Uh, so it's, you know, out uh, you know, in the west end, southwest end. You know, where's, what, what's the plans for the fire department? What's the plans for the police department? Where's that money going to come from? We know that the, the, the developer plays, pays for a lot of, you know, the infrastructure. But what about those basic needs when you need to go to the police station? Or if you have a fire, you know, you, you don't want to be waiting 20 minutes for a darn fire truck to show up. So COVID has really impacted, we know, the city budget dramatically over the past couple of years. I think it's going to continue to do that over the next number of years as those numbers start to come back, the transit numbers, all of that sort of stuff. But what is it going to look like as as Edmonton continues to grow out? How do we ensure that those communities, those communities also have the, the, the bare necessities when it comes to safety, for instance? And I'm going to go back to, to, to police stations and to fire stations.